This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. We help you spend less time selling and more time advising by turning you into a trusted subject matter authority with a growing audience of adoring followers who do the advertising for you. Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Welcome to the Quantum Growth Podcast, empowering financial advisors to build practices for the 21st century by providing insights and interviews on leadership, strategy, and practice management. Now, here is your host, Barron's Hall of Fame advisor, Jonathan Cutton. Welcome to another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. Hope everyone's having a great day. And guess what, audience? Today, you are going to get me, myself, and I. That is right. I am going to interview myself today as my own guest. I'm going to keep it brief, uh, maybe 15 minutes or so. But I had some thoughts that I had wanted to share personally that over the last couple of weeks was really kind of instrumental um, in my own business. And I got to see some of our planning and you know business planning and work actually come to fruition. And I thought it was valuable enough that I wanted to personally share it with our listeners. So to go a little deeper there, I just came from our end of Q1 quarterly offsite, where I bring what I call all of my beachhead leaders in the organization here to New York. Usually we should probably pick a warmer, funner place, by the way. Um, not that New York isn't fun, but not so much at the end of, uh, of March. But with that being said, we had a two day retreat. We had a lot of fun. But what we really did is we dug in deep on some of the things that we were trying to accomplish as an organization. And, you know, I'm not sure if I've shared this in a podcast, but one of the things that we implement within my, my wealth management firm, Cut and Wealth Management, is the Entrepreneurial Operating System, uh, EOS. And I'm sure uh, many of you have hopefully heard of that. Maybe some of you even uh, read the book Traction. So it's been around for a bit. And the EOS system is something that I've learned over the last year or so, which is when we began to implement it in the business that many very, very successful entrepreneurs have used for years to create, you got it, quantum growth within their businesses. So this is not specific, by the way, to a wealth management practice. It's just specific to any business as a whole. Uh, whether you know you run a widget factory, a bakery, or an engineer, or a restaurant, it's really a system. If you think about the name, the entrepreneurial operating system. Really, when I think of that, most financial advisors or business owners in general didn't start their business because their goal or desire was to become an entrepreneur. They wanted to be a financial advisor, which we then find is at the end of the day, once you've done it for a bit, what winds up happening is you you often or or finally at some point put yourself in a position where you're actually the CEO of a business and you are responsible for the vision of the organization, building the systems and processes, building the structure. But what's interesting is wherever you grew up in the business, whether it was a wirehouse or an insurance organization, or you directly joined a you know, independent firm, there's very little training or expertise as it relates to helping 
financial advisors truly become an entrepreneur and be able to run an entrepreneurial system. So for some of us, and I consider myself in this group, it's a, it's a strength. And for many of you, it's probably a strength as well. But what I love about the EOS system is that it is a system and that you can share it with the people in your organization who may not be as good at ultimately creating their own vision and their own future, if you will. So it gives it gives kind of a cliff note version so that everyone can be on the same page and it's not up to you to actually create it. It's actually been created. And as I like to say, you just need to kind of run the play and follow the process that's already been built by the smart people at EOS. So, you know, to share what we did, and then I'll get into a little bit of the detail, but what we did at our offsite is we reviewed how we tracked relative to the goals, or they're actually called rocks in the EOS system that we had for Q1. And what's really interesting, we've been at it, like I had said, for a little over a year now. I think this was actually our fourth quarter completed. And in the first couple of quarters that we did this, the rocks or the big, right, audacious goals that you have, we were tracking at about 50, maybe 55% of pace to actually hit the goals that we set out in the beginning of the quarter. And in this quarter, we cracked 70% as an organization, right? So we're getting better at it and we're about a year in. And interestingly enough, that's what the book says is it'll take about 18 months for your organization to start to actually really get it and to stay with that laser-like focus. So um, I thought that that was worth sharing. And I can see as we're implementing and executing on this in our business, the light bulbs going off. And as the entrepreneur myself and the founder of the company, who's right, right, really probably brought most of the vision to life for the folks in the organization, what's been really cool is I've been able to see the light bulbs go off in my followers, right? Where they can actually start to just make, make time to work on the business and not spend all their time in the business. And that's really exactly what this is designed to do is to have the followers, and we all have some followers, begin to actually think about business differently and connect how the rocks in 13 week increments by continuously stacking habits and being able to continue to accomplish these rocks, how that creates progress towards the bigger vision and ultimately how we, we hit goal achievement. So there's two, two important pieces that I wanted to kind of share that I think are, are really important parts of the EOS system. So the first is something that they call the VTO, Victor Tom Orange, VTO. And the V stands for vision, the T stands for tracker, and the O stands for organizer. So what the VTO is, is actually something that you, you, you get, right, as part of the book and part of the process uh, in EOS. And really what it does is it helps you get really clear as to your vision and each individual has their own VTO ultimately of what it is you're looking to accomplish 
10 years down the road. That's what it leads to is where do you want to get 10 years down the road? So I've said many times my practice's you know, goal is to actually 10x from where we were about a year ago when we started this, which means eventually we'll be about, if we hit our goal, about a $30 billion organization up from about a $2.5 billion organization, or maybe we were almost $3 billion when we started this. And what you then do is you work backwards and you kind of go through the business planning process and go, well, what's the vision that I have? And then ultimately there's a, a whole process that you go through that helps you to actually track quarter by quarter, right? How you're doing relative to the goals. They call it a VTO. Ultimately, the second piece, once you complete your VTO, is you go through actually establishing rocks for yourself and for your followers, right? And the book will tell you, depending on someone's readiness level, someone could have as little as one rock in a quarter, and someone who's really, really good might have as many as I think it's six or seven, uh, maybe even eight rocks in a quarter. So what we've done is started with one or two rocks for each follower, and then ultimately move that forward where some of our followers and myself, as an example, now has upwards of four or five rocks that they look to accomplish each quarter. So what's interesting when you start to think about the rocks, right? The rocks are the things that need to be accomplished in that 13 weeks. That's going to get you closer to your vision that are in, in essence, analyze so that you are putting like what I like to say is first thing first and you're prioritizing so you can be super intentional on what not only you should be focusing on, but also helping the people that you lead focus on the right things, which many times they and sometimes we have a really hard time ultimately doing. The other interesting part, I think, of, of the system is the way we use it, at least, is when we think about the rocks, what we do is we focus on leading indicators, not lagging indicators, right? And I think this is a big mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs and business people make. A leading indicator, I like to think about it, when you think about a rock, is something that you're doing that will be measurable in such a way that you must complete the activity. If you complete the activity, that means you've actually accomplished the rock. It doesn't mean that you had to hit the lag indicator, which is the goal. So I always use the example with my own team. It's like trying to lose weight, right? If what you measure every week is the scale and you said, hey, I was 200 pounds. At the end of the week, I'm either 199 or 201 or whatever it may be. That's the lag indicator. The lead indicator would be measuring, did I exercise seven out of seven, seven days this week, if that was your goal? Did I drink a gallon of water seven out of seven days? Did I stay under 2000 calories each and every day? And if you, if you hit those three lead indicators, exercise, eating under 2000 calories and drinking a gallon of water, the likelihood is if you keep weighing yourself, you'll probably lose weight as long as you've got the right la uh, lead measures to ultimately be, be tracking. And that's kind of how I think of this whole system, whether it's about building CPA relationships, increasing your client service system, finding a practice to acquire, 
developing a staff member, if you pick the right things to actually measure and you do that 13 weeks in a row, ultimately the likelihood of goal achievement is super high. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. Proudmouth. It's tough to be seen as an expert if you're spending most of your time as a salesperson. That's why we help industry experts like you spend less time selling and more time advising by turning you into a trusted subject matter authority. We help amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. So again, I'm just trying to give a little up, you know, kind of overview here. You start with this VTO. It leads to establishing the right rocks for you and everyone in your organization. I like to think about it. You pick the right lead indicators to actually measure. And then ultimately on a weekly basis, if you're the person leading this, you run a weekly meeting that's called an IDS meeting. I stands for issue. D stands for discuss and S stands for solve. So what that meeting is, it's my favorite meeting of the week. We do it through the whole organization based on our teams and groups on a Monday morning. It lasts in our organization about 45 minutes. And really what we do is it starts primarily with just going through rocks. So what that means is let's say one of my followers has three rocks for the week. And let's say it's drink a gallon of water, exercise for 30 minutes, and eat under 2,000 calories. And they're coming in and I'm saying, let's say my follower's name is Joe. I'm going, hey, Joe, your three rocks, right, were those three things that I just mentioned. And it's literally yes or no. Did you do this seven out of seven days? Did you drink a gallon of water, yes or no? The answer is I did it five out of seven days, it's a no, right? Yes or no? No, I did not, okay. 2,000 calories, did you eat under 2,000 calories every day? Yes, I did. Exercise, did you exercise 30 minutes a day or more every day? No, I only did it four days, so that's a no, okay? So that's it, and then I go on to my next follower. Let's say her name is Mary, right? And Mary had three different, right, lead measures. It's the same question. Mary, did you do thing A? Did you do thing B? Did you do task C? Yes or no, right? And then ultimately, when you get through your team, whether it's a team of one or a team of 20, um, you go through that and then you start to identify the issues. So what were the issues, Joe, that prevented you from exercising seven days this week? And the concept here is the group, this is the D, now discusses it. So what you're doing is you're teaching your followers, right? how to solve problems together. And what they're doing is they're actually helping, in my example, Joe, think through how to actually be successful in achieving their their rocks and hitting their lead indicators in which will ultimately help them with their goals. So what they're really doing is they're learning to think themselves on how to solve problems as well, which is super important right? So you're teaching them how to be a leader, which as you all know, is something I'm really big on. And it's part of part of our process. When we go back to Ray Kelly, he talks about the five levels of leadership. Really what this is, is the tool 
to help people start to become a level three leader where they can start to solve their own problems. And what you're doing as the person leading it by just following the process is you're actually exhibiting level four leadership qualities. For those of you who've listened to the previous podcast, if not, give it a listen, Ray Kelly's episode on five levels of leadership, you're actually influencing a group around a common goal, i.e. solving whatever the problem is that we're actually having here. And that's the S is the solve, right? So again, it's what's the issue? Let's discuss the issue. Let's solve it. So next week, our friend Joe comes in and says, I drank my gallon of water. I was able to not only drink my gallon of water, but I did my 30 minutes of exercise every day. And in addition to that, I hit my 2000 calories or less every day. And if Joe does that 13 out of 13 weeks, reasonably 80% of the time, we want it to be a hundred, but if it's 80% of the time, the likelihood is that Joe is probably going to be successful if his goal was to lose some weight over that 13 week period of time. At the end of the quarter, we do what I just did last week, an offsite, right? And it could be an onsite as well. We do it as an offsite to do a review and to determine how we did relative to our rocks. You ultimately take the same process I just went through and you do an IDS, right? As a, as a leadership team, right? With your, or with your key people to go, well, how'd we do? as an organization on our bigger VTO or a bigger vision. And then we reassess and create our new rocks for the next quarter and rinse and repeat that same exact process. So one of, uh, one of my, I call him beachhead leader, uh, Dave Dick, I'll give Dave a little credit here, has this great thing that he created and, and talked about in one of his IDS sessions, which we've now kind of used firm wide. Uh, and what his words are, are actually, it's the why or what is the first thing. So why or what, the how is the second thing, and the when is the last thing. So as the person leading your team to ultimately follow a process like EOS, the first thing we wanna do is we wanna, as we're in this IDS session, issue, discuss, solve. As we're in discussion and thinking through solving, we want to have that conversation with Joe and go, well, what's the, what's the why and the what? Why are we doing this? Refresh my memory. And Joe might say, because I want to be healthier. I want to feel better in my clothes. I want to have more energy. That's why I want to lose 20 pounds, let's say. So the next thing is, well, hey, Joe, what's the how? How are we going to do it? The how is I'm going to eat 2000 calories or less, I'm going to exercise 30 minutes a day, and I'm going to drink a gallon of water. That's the how. So the piece that people forget is the when, right? So as Joe, if Joe understands the what and why he's doing it, he's clear on that, he can tell me that, and he understands the how, which are what are the important things that I need to do each and every day or each and every week to accomplish my goal, the next part that Joe might struggle with, right? And a lot of us are guilty of this is the when. So what we do in our organization is we all agree to actually calendar these activities and use model calendaring as simple as that sounds. And by the way, guys, I know nothing I'm saying today is rocket science. It's the execution of what I'm saying 
that will drive results, which is where this goes wrong. And you've got to do this yourself, right? When you think about your when, when is your when to actually lead and drive all of these things? But if Joe has in his calendar that he is going to ensure that every day he's going to do meal prep, I'm making this up, by the way, at seven o'clock at night, or he's going to use a meal delivery service and ask them to custom make him meals that are 2000 calories or less, or he's going to follow intermittent fasting and only eat it from two o'clock to eight o'clock. It doesn't matter what the how you get there. What matters is, is the time in Joe's calendar for the food prep is the time in Joe's calendar to pick his meals every week from the food delivery service. Does Joe have in his calendar and is he using an app on his phone as to when he breaks his fast and when he ultimately eats, right? And what he'll eat in that period of time. Same thing with the exercise and the drinking water. So you're going to exercise, Joe. Fantastic. What time? When is it in your calendar? Well, I just do it when I have time. Well, that's not going to work. We know that. So how about at 6 a.m.? every morning since you only wake up at 7 a.m. now you're going to wake up an hour earlier it's going to be in your calendar you're going to set your alarm and you're going to make sure that you do it at 6 a.m. and you get the idea water is the same thing you're going to what are you going to do you're going to drink two glasses of water when you wake up you're going to buy one of those big gallon water things and you're going to carry it around with you all day until it's empty and and that's how you're going to kind of guarantee it so really what it is is how do you right through creating creating systems and processes so that you don't take discretion at the operating level, make things time bound, have them live in your model calendar so you cannot really deviate. And if you do deviate on a weekly basis, it's like Weight Watchers, you got your way in, right? And your group meeting every week, you go to Weight Watchers and you've got a support group. That's what the other members of your team are. And that's where that IDS, right? The discuss solve portion comes in because there's a reason that Joe didn't exercise. And it's probably because he, if, he, if he understands the how, right? If he understands why he's doing it and he understands the how, if he's not doing it, it's because he's not either committed to the goal, which means we pick the wrong rock, by the way, because it's not important enough, or it means that he's having a hard time holding himself accountable and creating the rituals and systems to actually achieve that goal. And that's, folks, what I really wanted to share with everyone today. I know I was a little all over the place, but I'm passionate about it. I can see the light bulbs going off with the folks in my organization. And I can see, equally as importantly, the results occurring and everyone in the organization learning how to achieve their goals. And here's what's interesting, guys. And I don't mean this patting myself on the back. I I built a really successful business because I do know how to hold myself accountable. I do know how to achieve my goals. I do know how to put systems and processes in place. And I struggled with not understanding why my followers couldn't do the same thing. And to me, I said it. I said, well, just do this. Just do this. And no one understood it. But once it was a prophet from another land, right? Gino Wickman, who wrote the book EOS, and they could read a book about it that I didn't write, and they could read it and understand it on their own. And then we went through, like I said, over a year now 
of, of successfully failing at it because you can't expect the first quarter, although I did expect it and it didn't work for me either, by the way, that everybody would be at 80% or better on all of their rocks. You can't expect that. But now e each and every quarter we keep improving. And now what happens is you build an organization filled with people that can actually accomplish two, three, five, seven important initiatives that are gonna make a meaningful difference as long as you have the right vision and you pick the right things to do and have the right KPIs to measure, you can con continue to scale a business basically in a very quantum way. And I think that was a very quantum cute way for me to wrap up today. So I hope everybody enjoyed my little rant today. I highly recommend the book and the process. And, um, you know, interestingly enough, John Randall, who many of you met and has been, uh, I shouldn't say met, who have been, you know, a, a guest on several of our uh, episodes, is also somebody who uses the EOS system and has actually been helping my team execute it at a super high level. Uh, so someone like John can also be a great resource uh, to you in your practice if you're, if you're looking to learn from someone who's done it before. So as always, I hope everybody enjoyed today. Thank you for listening. And thanks for joining another episode of Quantum Growth for Financial Advisors. If you yourself or anyone you know could be a good, interesting guest for our show, please uh, shoot us an email or hit us up on our website. And uh, we'd love to uh, have you or that special guest on. So make it a great day, everybody. If you are interested in learning more about how Cut & Consulting Group can help you with comprehensive coaching or partnering with CPA firms in your area, feel free to visit our website at www.cutandconsultinggroup.com or reach out to us at 855-722-9393 to have a conversation.